Amen. Right, Ecclesiastes chapter 7, there's some great verses in there, aren't there? But we're going to look, um, we're just going to focus on one verse, which is Ecclesiastes 7 and verse 5. Ecclesiastes 7, 5, which reads, It is better to hear the rebuke of the wise than for a man to hear the song of fools. And the title of my sermon today is Hip Hop, the Song of Fools. Hip Hop, the Song of Fools. Let's pray before we continue. Father, thank you uh, for your word. Thank you that you just kind of make things very clear to us, uh, pitfalls, things that we need to watch out for, uh, the wickedness out there in the world. Um, and, and, you know, there's one out there right now, a very popular one known, known as hip hop and all the things that, that, that are underneath that umbrella term. Um, help me to just preach preach accurately today, boldly, clearly, Lord. Um, help everyone to have attentive ears and hearts and want to apply this to their lives in the various ways they can. In Jesus' name, for all of this. Amen. Okay, so, so let's make it clear from the start that, that look, pretty much all popular music is a song of fools, okay? So in case anyone sit here going, oh, just hip hop, no, look, it's all the song of fools, okay? There's very little out there um, that you would call popular music, which probably isn't, you couldn't describe as a song of fools. Think about pop music, which kind of covers all different types of music and think about some of the lyrics, some of the stuff they're singing about. It's a song of fools. The, the, the rock music, the metal music, I mean, there's some wicked, blasphemous, satanic type stuff being sung about, um, you know, the lifestyles with it, the indie. Do they, do they still have grunge nowadays or is that something in the old day? What do they call it now? got to be a new name for it so gothic rock or so i don't know they got all this different sort of stuff dance music trance music soul music blues music look all of this stuff yeah if you look at if you just listen to any of the wording any of the lyrics or anything else it's a song of fools but is there anything out there more foolish than hip-hop i would find it hard as a genre itself and with hip-hop i'm including r&b drum and bass um, grime, drill. Anyone heard of drill? And this is some wicked, wicked stuff out there, okay? This is, this is some bad stuff, yeah? All of that sort of stuff, grime, whatever that is, it sounds a bit grimy to me. Um, th this is very wicked music. And, and I'm also including so-called Christian rap, or as we like to call it, crap. And uh, <laughs> just say, <laughs> just, just, just the letters there, okay? And, and, and other compromising, Christian copycats out there because there's a lot of this sort of stuff okay it's all the same okay it's all rubbish it's all the song of fools and you might be out you might be sitting there going why are you preaching about this brother in you know it, 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 have you kind of walked past someone in the church and walked past their car and they were like pumping out the the rap music or something else yes I no I didn't I didn't okay <laughs> I hope not okay I didn't but um but this junk does need exposing, okay? And, and Christians need warning because, look, someone has got to call it what it is, and this stuff is poison, okay? It is poison, and, and this is a popular poison as well, which means that there are going to be people here that have been affected to some degree by it. And, and I'm not hearing much preaching. I'm not hearing in this country anyway any preaching about it. I've heard a few preachers, good pastors out in the US, preach about this sort of stuff, and that's about it, really. And it needs preached on because it is pretty big. And you might be thinking, well, what if someone gets offended? What if we put off the young by not conforming, you know, to the to the changing, you know, landscape out there? What, you know, shouldn't we just try and at least appeal to the young sort of, 
you know, rap star wannabes and everything else. Well, Ecclesiastes 7.5 says it is better to hear the rebuke of the wise than for a man to hear the song of fools. And as long as I'm preaching the word of God, it's a rebuke of the wise, okay? As long as I'm sticking to the word of God, this is going to be wise rebuke. And those young are really, let's be honest, better to hear this sermon than any of that stuff. They're better to hear this sermon with a rewind, yeah? <laughs> Do they still say that stuff? I don't know, I'm showing my age, yeah? <laughs> They're better to hear this sermon with a few rewinds, aren't they, than to hear the Song of Fools, okay? They're better to hear the rebuke of the wise. And you might, again, you might be sitting there going, but, but is it okay to call them fools though, Brother Ian? Because, you know, you're kind of stepping over the mark a bit here, aren't you? Are you actually throwing an insult out from, from behind the pulpit? Well, Jesus called people fools. And I'm trying to be more Christ-like. You know, that's part of Christianity. I want to be more Christ-like. So I'm going to call them fools, okay? Because, and this music is foolish. The people that, that write this music are fools. The people that, that, you can't even call it sing. The people that say this music are fools. And the people that listen to this music are fools, okay? Let's get that, that straight. This is the song of fools. Now, when you say, well, look, is it both? Can, is it not just people that make it? Right? I mean, what is the song of fools? Is the song of fools someone that listens to it? Is it someone that makes it? Well, it's both because, look, you've got to be a fool to listen to a song made by fools. Okay, so either way, there's just a lot of foolishness going on, okay? And, and if you're getting a bit confused, you're going, foolish, fools, fools. But basically, hip-hop's a song of fools. That's the take-home from that last couple of minutes. Music is powerful, isn't it? Music is very powerful, and, and even the most basic tunes get in your head, don't they? Okay, they get you, many of us will know that, whether you've purposely listened to something or, or been walking through a shop or wherever it is, and you're hearing some music, and some of this stuff is really catchy, isn't it? And next thing you know, you're humming it along or singing it along if you know the words. And, and it can be hard to get it back out. Turn away, must chapter six. And you don't want that sort of filth going on in your head when it comes to things like hip hop. And, and again, like I said, it applies to most worldly music, but this sort of stuff is another level. Okay, this sort of hip hop rap, you know, all, all the things that, that, you know, you could kind of put under that umbrella. I mean, this is something else. And, and maybe some of you here, there might be people out here like, I haven't even heard this, I don't even know what you're talking about. You know, aren't they all just rapping about the stupid sports car that they're, they're standing over that they've got on an expensive day hire? Or, or are they not just rapping about the poor quality belts nowadays and just not being able to keep their trousers up? Isn't that what, what it's all about? Maybe they're just having like a justified complaint. Well, look, I, 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 I showed my age uh, earlier and this was yesterday when I was looking at this, and I, I went, right, I'm going to go to Google, and I'm going I'm to Google, because Google's going to tell me, yeah, who's the most popular British rappers, right? And, um, and, and I thought, I recognise one of these names. Anyone heard of a guy called Stormzy? Anyone heard of Stormzy? Yeah, okay, so some of you try to pretend you haven't. Come on. <laughs> Anyone's hand didn't go up, you're lying. Everyone's heard of this guy, surely. I don't even I don't, I don't really know why I'd heard of him, okay? But I'd heard of his name. I was like, I recognise his name. This guy sounds like a popular rapper, okay? So now, in case anyone's going to come up to me after this guy, actually, brother Ian, he's actually into grime or whatever. It is. I don't really care. It's all the same, all right? So whatever. He's like what's known as, at least Google told me he's a popular British rapper, okay? And maybe I've got the details a little bit off there. So I thought, okay, so what's, surely he's got some popular songs, yeah? If, they, if you could call them songs. So I was like, right, what's a popular song of Stormzy? And there was one called Vossy Bop. 
I don't want, I won't put a raise of hands for anyone that's heard of Vossi Bop, yeah? And again, like, I don't even know, yeah? I don't know if this is some slang for something wicked. I don't know, and I hope it's not, yeah, okay? But all I know is that it was called Vossi Bop, and then I looked at the lyrics, and I found it really hard to just quote, really, any of the lyrics, because really, they'll either talk about fornication, drugs, or something similar. And it's, it's just wickedness, the whole thing. And, and the pride, the pride. One of them was, I'm the goat, yeah, which is like the greatest of all time. Yeah, like, can you imagine standing up there and, and whether singing, saying, chanting, whatever you want to call it, this sort of stuff, I'm the greatest of all time. Something about needing the Ballon d'Or, which is like, you know, the kind of footballer of the year gets that. Just, just, just pathetic. It's embarrassing, embarrassing, yeah, when you look through it. And I think it's worse, isn't it? You know, and you can, you can really mock this stuff when you just kind of read it off, can't you? It sounds even worse when there's no kind of so-called music to it. But it was pretty bad stuff. A lot of it explicit, promoting drug use um, and all this sort of stuff. And, and, and it's all done, and, and obviously many people know this, I've known this for many years, because it's all done with this terrible, nonsensical, kindergarten-level rhyme, okay? It's, it's terrible. Because you get these idiots out there going, such a lyricist. You ever heard these sort of people? You get like, guard, like Guardian commentators. He's such a lyricist, yeah. But when you actually look at it, he's just like, let's find something that's kind of cool and kind of rhyme it with something else which is kind of cool. So, like, one of it, he's talking about, like, Chuck Norris and then expletive you, Boris, yeah. And it's like, that kind of rhymes and that sounds cool, doesn't it? Because, like, Chuck Norris is, like, a cool, like, martial arts guy. You know, it's just, it's so bad, yeah. It's so bad. It's like anything we can, it, and you can imagine, and you see it, don't you? And I grew up seeing this sort of stuff where these kids are kind of like, yeah, Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they said something that's apparently cool. Oh, yeah, Chuck Norris. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's terrible, isn't it? There's no, there's no talent, there's no skill to it. it here's, what, here's like what, one example that I found, which at least wasn't expletives and, and, and filth and everything else. I'm a villain killing when I'm barring. Brothers, brothers in the hood just like the movie that I star in. I mean, he's even got like the, the amount, <laughs> the amount of syllables is off as well. Like the whole thing, it's just terrible, is it? Terrible. How do people listen to this stuff? I'll tell you how. Because it's more like chanting. Okay, that's really what it is. A lot of it is chanting, and people love chanting. Okay, people love it. And I, I won't go into a story. I, I was telling this to someone just recently because I was just talking about kind of weak school teachers. And I remember, I remember at, a, at my school once, you know whatever happened, this teacher's gone out of the room and by the time they came back in, the whole class is chanting a pretty rude chant at this teacher. I mean, it's how bad it can be at schools, can't it? But, but my, my point about it was that even the most well-behaved, nicest kids in the class, in the front row, were just eyes lit up, just chanting da, 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 about the sexuality of this teacher. I mean, it was... It, it, but. Like, there's something about chanting, isn't there, where, like, it's almost like it's a religious thing, isn't it? Where people just love to join in and get involved. And, and you can imagine if anyone's been or has seen this sort of, you know, kind of been, whether it's live at this sort of music or in a place, playing this sort of music, and you'll have people either chanting or dancing along. It's right, it's kind of got a religious feel to it, hasn't it? And people like this sort of thing. Now, Amos, you're, you're in Amos 6, is, is warning a wicked Israel about the coming judgment. And he says this in Amos 6 of verse 1. Woe to them that are, in, sorry, that are at ease in Zion. 
and trust in the mountain of Samaria, which are named chief of the nations to whom the, the house of Israel came. So he's saying, woe to these people. He says, pass ye unto Calne and see, and from thence go ye to Hamath the great. Then go down to Gather the Philistines, be they better than these kingdoms, or their borders greater than your border? Ye that put far away the evil day and cause the seat of violence to come near, that lie upon beds of ivory, it's obviously a sign of wealth, and stretch themselves upon their couches and eat the lambs out of the flock and the calves out of the midst of the stall. Again, wealth this is picturing, that chant to the sound of the viol. Okay, so they're chanting to it, and, or veal, however you want to say it, and invent to themselves instruments of music like David that drink wine in bowls and anoint themselves with the chief ointments but they're not grieved for the affliction of Joseph. So they sit at home with too much time on their hands, for starters. Okay, these people have got far too much time on their hands. They're lying upon beds of ivory, stretching upon their couches, and, and then they're, they're eating the good stuff. They're, verse 5 says they're chanting along to this nonsense, okay? They're chanting to the sound of the vial. They, they've got too much stuff, too much of the finer things, okay? We see in verse 4 and 6. And then instead of caring about important things, they're basically chanting along to a load of old nonsense. Okay, and that's what we see across this nation and many nations is just kids, you know, teenagers, adults, just chanting along to a load of vanity. And, and vanity is kind of, look, that's the least of their worries about it. Okay, just chanting along to this stuff. Turn to Proverbs chapter 14, because that is what it is. Okay, it's, it's basically rhythmical chanting. Okay, it's rhythmical chanting. A lot of the time the rhythm's a bit off, but it's attempted rhythmical chanting. None of these, th this is the worst thing about it, is none of these so-called artists even possess a half-decent singing voice. It's not even like they have any, any talent at all. Okay, a lot of them, they don't even write half the stuff that they're saying. When you look at some of the high-end rap artists out in the US, it's getting written for by, by a lot of the time what is kind of false Jewish kind of producers and everything else but it's it's horrendous okay when you really look into it what's behind it and everything else but even if you just go to the low level these sort of low level rappers like they, they couldn't sing a note so they just talk chant they chant a load of nonsense and what is that what are they generally chanting promoting of sin that's what it is. They're just promoting sin. That, it pretty much, all the lyrics you're looking at is just promoting sin, promoting sin. Promo I mean, a little bit I just read you was just promoting violence, wasn't it? Promoting violence, promoting sin. Proverbs 14 and verse 9 says, Fools, fools make a mock at sin, but among the righteous there is favour. Okay, to make, make it like it's fun, like it's enjoyable, like it's all a good laugh and everything else, they're fools, okay? Casey is wondering, is this, look, can you call them all fools? Yeah, they're all fools. Okay, they're all fools. I'm yet to see any lyrics which aren't promoting some sin or another. And, and, and what's funny about this guy Stormzy is that he actually claims to be a believer. Did anyone know that? This guy claims to be a Christian. I mean, they've got big, long articles and interviews of him on Premier Christian Radio, whatever, and all this sort of Christian, so-called Christian organisations saying what a great journey of faith he's having and everything else. Yeah, he's really on his journey of faith and everything else. And, and when you read it, and I had a quick glance at this stuff, Jesus Christ isn't mentioned once. It's all God and it's all, you know, kind of a generic sort of belief, isn't it? There's nothing about faith in Christ. But, however, his mum is apparently a former Pentecostal minister. 
yeah, apparently prays for him and everything else. And, and this is what's weird about it, is that on one hand, he, he does talk about God. He's got a couple of, couple of tracks out there where he's talking about the, the grace of God and everything else. But then on the other, he's promoting, you know, drugs, fornication, violence and the rest of it. Yeah? And, and it's not like, oh, well, he's had a kind of transition now to like the so-called Christian stuff. It's all like one and then the other, one and then the other, one and then the other. He's making a mock at sin. And, and this is the same with many of these guys. So they, they, they promote, like I said, drugs, fornication, violence, covetousness, okay, is a big part of it, the self-glorying, and, and all through catchy songs that then kids around the nation are rapping or chanting along to, yeah? Then what a surprise, you have what? All of these impressionable youths making a mock at sin too. What's the result? Like, I mean, these... These kids are chanting this stuff. They, they're memorising this stuff more than they're memorising anything for their exams or anything else. This stuff is just in their head. And what a surprise, they will make you mock at sin as well. It's not exactly rocket science to work out what's going on there. Now, obviously, look, we all have the flesh. People are going to sadly lean towards sin a lot. But this is something else, OK? And, it, and, and again, you, kids that are very much into this are so often into the stuff that's being rapped about. Now... Keep a finger here and turn to Exodus 32 because there really is nothing new under the sun. And so much of it comes back to what? It's a lack of strong leadership. So much of, of the problem, really, because you go, oh, it's a rap song. It's, it's uh, you know, the people behind it. It's uh, people like, oh, it's, it's these Jews or whatever you want to call it who are promoting this stuff and everything else. No, really, it's a lack of leadership. That's the problem. You have this vicious cycle of kids with no leadership being taught to be bad or non-existent leaders by either useless or probably oftentimes reprobate rappers. So you kind of got this vicious cycle where they're just looking up to them because they've got no leadership in their lives and they become their leader. But these, these rappers and these so-called artists and stars are, are so devoid of any leadership capability, so useless, really, such a bad example. Then you just promote the next one, the next one. You've just got this, this vicious cycle going on. And at the same time, they're promoting all this fornication. Obviously, they're not promoting, you know, family values and all the rest of it. And it's just this terrible, vicious cycle. Who are they aspiring to be like, these kids? Like the rapper. And throw a bit of easy cash their way as well and wow what could you know look i mean a guy's got like stupid gold chains on him what a, you know like wow i mean i could even make it if i like stay at home and try and like practice rhyme that's no better than the cat sat on the mat just with some cooler words if i just keep kind of practicing that eventually i might have some big gold chains as well and still not be able to afford a belt but we're not going to get into that but okay Anyway, Exodus 32, okay, Moses has been up in Mount Sinai and he's left Aaron and her in charge. And straight away there, there's a problem, okay? He's left Aaron and her in charge. Not Aaron, not her, Aaron and her in charge. Okay, and, and, and that's not a good recipe straight away, okay? You need, you need one leader, don't you? There needs to be a leader. And two leaders, you've got a problem there, straight away. And we see this often, you see this in, in family homes, okay? And obviously, a lot of these kids, sadly, won't necessarily, a lot of the time, have a dad at home. Again, probably a lot of that is a result of this vicious cycle of who they're being led by and aspiring to be like. However, you've got 
Dad may be here, mum there, whether at home or not. Both are theoretically leading, it seems, because there's no real hierarchy there. No one really knows who's in charge. They can palm it off to the other. Dad lets him get away with this on the weekend. Mum maybe lets him get away with this in the week. And it just becomes, the, where's the leadership? Who's the boss? Who's saying what you can and can't do? And it's same here with, with Aaron and her when Moses goes up into the mound. And, and again, you could look at it as well with maybe schools. So you've got maybe a lot of the time you've got kids at school for how many hours a week. And when they're at school, they've got whoever it is, is the boss, you know, whether it's their teacher, their headmaster, or maybe it's none of them and it's the school bully, I don't know. And then you've got mum or dad at home and it's a confusion, isn't it? It's like, well, I'm allowed to do this here, but I'm not allowed to do this here. I'm allowed to, none of it really works. You need to have one boss, don't you? One final authority, the one who's the boss. A lot of the time it, with schools, we've gone, it's gone so weird now where they're almost telling the parents what to do. They come in and go, you need to do this at home, you need to do this at home. And if you're doing something that they consider not right, you might get reported to social services because you're not doing what the state tells you should do. So you've just got this complete mess, this complete mess where there's not one, one ultimate leader. And here we have this, and it says in verse 1, And when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down out of the mount, the people gathered themselves together unto Aaron and said unto him, Up, make us gods which shall go before us for as for this Moses, a man that brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we what not what is become of him. You see how they speak to him? I mean, how disrespectful and rude is that? Okay, and, and this is Aaron who did some great things with Moses, didn't he? Okay, it's not like, well, who is this guy? Look, this is Aaron, yeah? Aaron was his mouthpiece at the beginning, wasn't he? Aaron is, who's done so much and they're up, make us gods. And, and how often are these kids that you see out there talking to their parents like that, talking to their leadership, whatever it is in their life, talking to their school teachers like that, now talking to whoever it is, like their bit of dirt. Even talking to the police nowadays like that, right? And, and anyway, up, make us gods is what they say to him. They demand what they want. He does as he's told and he makes this golden calf, yeah? So now they've got their idol, their false god. Jump forward to verse 17. Verse 17 says this, and when Joshua heard the noise of the people as they shouted, so they're, they're coming down for it, at least at this point they're up in the mount, he said, he said, unto Moses there is a noise of war in the camp. So what he, they can hear, this, this, this shouting sounds like war. Okay, it sounds like war to him. Verse 18 says, and he said, it is not the voice of them that shout for mastery, Neither is it the voice of them that cry for being overcome, but the noise of them that sing do I hear. So it sounded like a terrible battle, like people dying, but it was actually people rapping. <laughs> That's really what it was. It was actually, it was some rapping going on down there, but they were like, it must be people crying out, you know, must be people shouting for mastery, battling, no, actually, no, they were, they were, they were rapping. Verse 19 says, And it came to pass as soon as he came nigh unto the camp that he saw the calf and the dancing. And Moses' anger waxed hot and he cast the tables out of his hands and brake them beneath the mount. And, and look, this is what, like I said, so much of this is. It, it, it's, relig it's religious to some degree. Okay, they, they idolise either the rapper or a lot of the time they idolise the money, the lifestyle, whatever it is. They, they, it, they make an idol of that, don't they? It becomes like a sort of false god to them. Now, did Moses say, well, we had better change our worship music to appeal to them? Okay, it was actually them singing. We need to just change things over a little bit. You know, 
we need to incorporate at least dancing into our reverent worship of the Lord God. We need to get a bit of dancing going. We need to appeal to them, don't we? We'll look at verse 20. And he took the calf which they had made and burnt it in the fire and ground it to powder and strawed it upon the water and made the children of Israel drink of it. No, he smashed their stupid big headphones, didn't he? He smashed them up. Yeah, he got their, their stupid whatever base boxes out of their cars and ground them down into powder and he burnt them and made them, <laughs> made them drink it. And, and you know what? Isn't that what a lot of dads around this nation should be doing? Shouldn't they? Shouldn't all the dads around this nation whose kids are listening to this filth be smashing up everything to do with it and making them drink it? Yeah, that, that, that would, that's a good example, isn't it? To those weak, lily-livered, selfish dads around this nation that let their kids listen to this junk. Smash it up, grind it up, Get rid of it. Why on earth would you have someone listen to this stuff? Why would you have your children listen to this sort of stuff? Would you have someone in your home in front of you saying the sort of stuff that they're, that they're rapping about to your kids? Who, if you would, you, you, you've got issues. You wouldn't have it. Oh, yeah, I'm just, excuse me, can I just have five minutes alone with your kid? Right, fornication, covetousness, drunkenness, drugs. You, you'd be like, what on earth? What are you doing? What are you doing with my kid? Yeah, but it's okay, is it, when it's over some sort of speaker system? Is that all right? Oh, no, it's all right when it's, when, when it's done in a way that they're going to remember it even better. When it's done in a way that it's going to repeat and repeat in their head and they're going to start saying the same thing and think how cool it is. Turn to Proverbs 15, 2. Proverbs 15 and verse 2. Because, look, what are these fools rapping about? Proverbs 15 and verse 2 says this. It says, The tongue of the wise useth, useth knowledge aright, but the mouth of fools poureth out foolishness. And look, that's kind of a polite term for what they're pouring out. It's foolishness. That's why these dads, that's why these parents, that's why these mums, in the absence of these useless dads, should be smashing it up, should be getting rid of it, should be banning it from their house, should be getting rid of any attack. Oh, but, but he's got a phone. I can't say, take the phone then. Why have they got a phone? Why have they got a phone when they're listening to absolute filth, absolute foolishness pouring out of the mouth of these fools? And it is for, and you go, oh, well, it, oh, yeah, but is it full? Look, brother Ian, look, you just maybe got slightly different standards, yeah? Maybe, look, you think it's foolishness, but live and let live. People want to live like that, it's okay, is it? No, it's foolishness. The drugs destroy you, don't they? A anyone think drugs don't destroy your life? Oh, yeah, yeah, but they're only, they're only talking about weed, brother Ian. Weed destroys your life, okay? I've seen so many lives destroyed by, by, cannabis, marijuana, whatever you want to call it, lazy, good for nothing, sitting at home, smoking weed all day or all night and doing nothing. Apart from sitting there getting paranoid about things whilst playing stupid computer games or watching just wastes of time, yeah? And listening to this sort of rubbish and rapping along to it while high on weed. Like, it's such a waste of time. You know, if there's one way probably to just while away most of your life, it would be by, by take up smoking weed. You just, just basically write off hours, weeks, months, years of your life just sitting there stoned. 
I mean, these, these, like, and there's a lot of these kids that do that, yeah? A lot of adults that still do that. That's what they spend their lives doing. Just sitting at home, stunned. And what, you think that's not destroying you? What a waste of your life. Can you imagine coming to the end of your life? Oh, what did you do all day, every day? I got stoned. I can't even remember most of it. Most of them can't even remember what they did. Most of them cannot remember even what they did an hour ago, let alone the week before and the month before, let alone years before. It's a waste of life. <clears throat> First, you don't have to turn there. First Peter 5, 8 says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Yeah, he tells us as Christians to be sober. Okay, we're told by God to be sober and be vigilant. You ain't sober and vigilant smoking weed. And I tell you what, when you're not a child of God as well, and you're smoking weed, you're still not sober and vigilant. And that's why so many of these stoners, which is what they are, end up with all sorts of mental health issues, mass, you know, intense paranoia and other issues like that, because they, 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 they haven't been sober, they haven't been vigilant. Okay, and weed, what a waste of time. Yet that's what I just keep seeing. When I'm looking through these lyrics, it's like rolling up my J, smoking my blunt, you know, like, why, why does anyone even care what you were smoking? Because you're promoting it. Because you're trying to get all these stupid, soppy little kids to do the same. Because, because they're so easily led, aren't they? Kids are easily led. Okay, it's wicked. The fornication destroys you. Anyone know that? Fornication destroys people's lives. Destroys people, people's lives. A and again, how much are they promoting? For it's just all about, I mean, one of them, I read, I read one lyric, this guy Stormzy, this good Christian guy Stormzy, yeah, from the Pentecostal background, he said, I could have your chick if I wanted her, or something along those lines. Like, what a wicked guy, yeah? I will take your woman if I wanted to. And then he says something like, but she's not worth it. You know, like, what? Like, what? Unbelievable, isn't it? But this is, and then all these kids going, yeah, wow, look, and he's even rich as well. If I get into this, I'm going to, like, have some money as, and I'm going to be so happy. Do you think he's going to be so happy? Of course he's not going to be so happy. Apparently he's praying to God now for a wife. Yeah, good luck, mate. Good luck with that. Yeah, poor woman. You know, because he's changing now. This is what they claim. But it ruins your life. Oh, well, no, look, it's just a bit of fun, you know, people just need to kind of, you know, get it off their chest when they're young, yeah? Yeah, okay, and they can get all the diseases off their chest as well. They can get all the, all the, the, the mental, let's be honest, the mental scarring, a lot of the time, from a life of fornication, from past relationships, from something which should be between a man and a wife, yeah? It's wicked and it destroys you. First Corinthians 6.18 says, flee fornication. Flee fornication. Don't listen to people going, fornicate, 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 fornicate. In a chanting rhythmical tone with slightly cooler words. Flee it. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body, but he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. You're sinning against your own body. It's wicked. You should be fleeing it. The violence destroys you. How about the violence being promoted by these guys? I mean, they're all trying to encourage a life of like being scared of, of, the, late, of the local gang coming around. I mean, if you, anyone ever heard any of this drill stuff? I used to coach a guy who, who managed drill artists. So his job was, and I'm sure he probably had some other jobs as well, but that, that particular job was, was managing drill artists. And unbelievable i mean it, it, that lifestyle is just something else they're all just looking over their shoulders the whole time because the other like bunch from whatever estate want to kill them for no real reason 
and they just kind of want to just have some violence and everything else. And, and we're not talking about going and having a little punch-up. We're talking about people running around with knives and guns and everything else. For what? For what reason? What are they even gaining? What, what, what a bunch of losers, right? Bunch of absolute losers. But what's even worse is the people listening to it going, yeah, how cool. What a cool lifestyle. Like coming out of my front door and like watching because someone might try, not for anything worthwhile, not because you're preaching the truth, not because you're doing something right, because what? Because you want to like do some other kindergarten level rhyme about silly things. And they don't like your rhyming because your rhyming was mean about their rhyming. Or something, is that what happens? Something about that, isn't it? It's basically, it's basically the equivalent of the kindergarten kid getting upset because the other kindergarten kid, their rhyme sounded like it was maybe about them. You know, called them a meanie. And then, so they do one calling them a meanie. This is, it's pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. You don't have to turn to Psalm 140 and verse 11 says, let not an evil speaker be established in the earth. Evil shall hunt the violent man to overthrow him. Look, you, you want to live your life with that sort of wicked violence, look, it's going to hunt you, it's going to overthrow you, okay? You're living by the sword, look, you're going to perish by the sword, aren't you, okay? The covetousness destroys you as well. And look, a lot of this stuff is promoting covetousness. This foolishness pouring out of their mouths about their whatever, you know, whether it's their money, this, their sports car, their... Whatever rubbish, just absolute rubbish. Their clothing and the rest of it. And look, that destroys your life, that stuff, doesn't it? Seeking, look, people who seek wealth, who hunt wealth, who, when it's, look, they're never happy, okay? Never happy. It's never enough. They always want more. They're always seeking more. And, and this is a big part of this sort of music. It's all about getting your, you know, your jewels, your this, your money the wads of cash and everything else. First Timothy 6, 9 says, but they that will be rich, that's people who want to be rich, whose goal is riches, fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and hurtful lusts which drown men in destruction and perdition. It destroys you, okay? It drowns you and it destroys you. It's never enough. I've known wealthy people, more money than most people can imagine. It's still not enough. It just drowns them. They just want more and want more and want more. And same with these loser idiots hiring their stupid sports cars for the day to pretend that that's what they've got when they're doing their stupid little amateur video that they're trying to get a lot of views on. It's pathetic. How pathetic? Can you imagine how pathetic? I, 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 um, I, I had a, a guy that I used to coach, a young lad, and his dad was showing me, look, he's done this video, and I don't even know. I mean, the kid was like, he was like just this... When I, when I had, he was like this like nervous, shy, 15, 16 year old, you know, braces, like just, you know, nothing about him. And then literally six months later, his dad's going, oh, have you seen this? And it's got this many views and it was quite popular. And he's like rapping away, <laughs> oh, what? And, and, and it's like this like, just ridiculous sports car that he's kind of sitting in and looks like he's driving, but he's not. And they've got some like, basic whore just like draped like it's just what on earth is it where do you get that for oh yeah yeah they hire it for the day like how sad is that like most did you i don't know if you realize this but most of these guys you're watching especially as they're making it they don't own any of that stuff <laughs> they're like hiring it for the day to look like they're rich 
How pathetic, right? That's how bad, that's how foolish it is. And the last one of the obvious things it promotes is pride. And guess what else destroys you? Pride. Pride destroys you. And look, the, these guys, it's, it's all about that. I'm this, I'm that, I'm the greatest, I'm the best. You know, look at me, I'll do this, I'll do that. And again, what are all these kids looking at and trying to, they're just trying to be like them. Now they might not when they're in front of you, maybe. You might look at some of these kids and go, oh, well, they listen to it, they seem all right. But you know what they're like behind closed doors? Or do you know what they're like when they're in front of their friends? It's all the same stuff. Yeah, people can put on an app, but pride destroys you, yeah? Pride is wicked, okay? That is a wicked thing. And, and, and especially as a Christian, I mean, it's, it's beyond wicked, isn't it? But Proverbs 16, 18 says, Pride goeth before destruction, and an haughty spirit before a fall. Pride goes before destruction, doesn't it? Okay, because when you're lifting yourself up, when you're getting full of yourself, when you think you're something special, you end up getting destroyed. Okay, you end up getting destroyed. You end up, it all ends up crashing down around you. Now, <coughs> parent, these parents should be burning this stuff, shouldn't they? Burning it, destroying it, grinding it to powder, getting this junk out of the house, getting this filth out of the house. You go, well, why not? Why, why are you focusing on Hitler? This is, for me, the worst of it, as an umbrella term for music. Yeah, yeah, the drill, I'm sure, is worse than the... R&B and this is what whatever yeah but it's all just junk it's all rubbish it's all filth but by the way yeah I, I would add to that yeah if your kid grows up and starts growing their hair long and head banging along to the wicked satanic heavy metal stuff bin it burn it crush it destroy it as well Look, all of this stuff it's all wicked but this is something else isn't it the stuff just it's just like every lyric of every song is just promoting sin and wickedness it's all such foolishness yet you've got millions of, well, I, I would say million. I would say we're into multiple millions in this nation listening to this stuff, choosing to listen to this stuff. You've got adults, listen, you've got grown men and women sitting at home listening to this stuff in their CD collections if they were in the old days and nowadays whatever on, on their, you know, Spotify and whatever else and with this absolute filth. This talentless garbage. It's, it's crazy, isn't it? And they actually think, when I was growing up, and, and when I say growing up, I mean even into my 20s, knowing people, and probably even into 30s, who actually thought that they were cool because they listened to this stuff. I mean, they actually thought that they were something, you know, to be like, aspired to be like, like, yeah, you know, yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I listen to a bit of people go, oh, what sort of music do you like? Oh yeah, I like a bit of hip hop, I like a bit of this. It's like, you absolute loser. Do you not listen to what you're singing along to and chanting along to? Chant, sorry, what, are you, what you're talking along to? <clears throat> and I guarantee you, there are children of God around this nation chanting along to this stuff. And when I say children of God, I mean, I mean adults as well. There are, there are Christians, Believers around this nation chanting along to this sort of rubbish. Yeah? Did you know that? Yeah, no. Did you know that, that all those people that we've been getting saved haven't just gone home, binned everything that they ever listened to, and changed their lives around and got right with God? Did you know that? Yeah, there were. And, and I, I would say there might even be people in this church doing that, and don't worry, we're not going to 
do a little check all the eyes. <laughs> okay, but that's the truth. Yeah, that's the truth because uh, this stuff will affect even believers, even church-going believers. Well, and if that is you, Proverbs 10.8 says that it's time to get wise. Proverbs chapter 10 <clears throat> and verse 8. Proverbs 10.8 says this. The wise in heart will receive commandments, but a prating fool shall fall. Now, prating is sort of continuous, pointless talk, yeah? Not just continuously sort of babbling, yeah? A prating fool shall fall. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, that's a good description of this stuff, isn't it? Just continuous babbling of anything that kind of semi-rhymes and sounds like it, it's not, you know, that it's at least slightly cool and sinful. You say, well, what's a commandment? Because it said the wise in heart will, will receive commandments. Well, Proverbs 9, you're in Proverbs 10, go back to Proverbs 9 and verse 6. Proverbs 9, 6 says, forsake the foolish. Forsake the foolish and live and go in the way of understanding. Forsake them, okay? That means abandon them. Abandon the sinking hip-hop ship and seek wisdom. Abandon it. Get rid of it. Forsake it. Forsake the foolish. Forsake these people. Get rid of this rubbish out of your life if it's in your life. Now, you might be, you, you might be sitting there going, okay, brother, and I get, I'm not into all that rap anyway. Okay, I, I heard some of those lyrics. Yeah, you know, all this kind of stuff. I can't really sit there and go, you, you know, come to church on a Sunday and then kind of on the way home be going, yeah, with my blunt, yeah, yeah, and all this stuff. Yeah, okay. I just like a bit of female R&B. How about that? Just like, it's just, I like the R&B, you know? Or the female sounding R&B. Because it's either, it's either a girl singing or a guy that sounds like a girl singing. I mean, sometimes the guy that sounds like a, you can't really tell, can you? And all this sort of, it's, it, it's pretty bad, isn't it? Who's it telling me recently that apparently they caught Michael Jackson out talking normally when he's off camera? Anyone ever heard of this stuff before? Yeah, I think someone's always telling me that. I don't know if that's true, but anyway. <coughs> the sweet melodies. I just love those sweet melodies. The emotion in the voices. Because they always sound so emotional when they're singing, don't they? You know, they're like just like, so much emotion. I just love it. I love, the, I love those beats in the background, you know, it just, nothing does it for me like the R&B. Is that so bad? Well, turn to Isaiah 23. Isaiah chapter 23, where I believe that God is describing the modern R&B scene in, in, in what was a prophecy about the aftermath of the overthrowing of Tyre, yeah? So, I think it sounds like a typical R&B singer to me, this. It says in Isaiah 23 and verse 14, Isaiah 23 and verse 14, Howl, ye ships of Tarshish, for your strength is laid waste. And it shall come to pass in that day that Tyre shall be forgotten 70 years according to the days of one king. After the end of 70 years shall Tyre sing as an harlot. So there's a type of singing that harlots do apparently. Okay, Tyre shall sing as an harlot. It says in verse 16, Take an harp. Go about the city, thou harlot that has been forgotten. Make sweet melody. Oh, it's sweet melody. Sing many songs that thou mayest be remembered. And it shall come to pass after the end of 70 years that the Lord will visit Tyre and she, and she shall turn to her hire and shall commit fornication with all the kingdoms of the world upon the face of the earth. Now, obviously, this is talking about a nation. However, the analogy 
is some harlot going around singing sweet melodies to be noticed, to be remembered, basically. Basically promoting herself with her sweet melodies, probably while dressed in what harlots wear of the day, right? Acting and standing and, let's be honest, probably dancing around like what we should know of as being a harlot, right? And isn't that a fitting description of most of these R&B singers? That, for me, is pretty much most R&B singers. Dressed like a harlot, acting like a harlot, let's be honest, behaving like an harlot and probably whoring herself to whoever the biggest rap star is or someone else because that will get her stuff even more popular and then they can like kind of do like duets and stuff together as well and make his rap, you know, that little bit not quite as hard to listen to for normal people that haven't got into the chanting yet and, and that's kind of what they do, don't they? Making themselves noticed, everything else and what are they singing about? Fornication. That's pretty much all they sing about, fornication. Fornication, fornicating, shacking up, fornication, shacking up, breaking up, and more fornication. That's pretty much 99, probably 0.9%, except for the particularly masculine ones that probably got a bit more rappy and started, I'm guessing, and I bet that it's out there, started now rapping about how they want to smash up some other female artist or something, because that's kind of what, you know what generally happens, isn't it? They just become more male-like. But most of them are harlots singing about fornication. Do you want to sing along with a harlot? Anyone want to sing along with a harlot? Well, yeah, but she's got such a nice voice, so I just can't help but play it in the car while no one's watching, no one's listening, apart from when I get into traffic and then I just quieten down a little bit and sing along with a harlot. Yeah, I just, I just can't resist but singing along with harlots about fornication. Because that's what, again, so many people around this nation are doing. And again, this, look, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of pop music like this. There's a lot of rock music like this. There's a lot of every other genre of music like this. But this is something else, isn't it? Even what is meant to be the sort of the lightest version of it is harlots singing like harlots about harlotry, basically, to some degree. And a load of people around the nation, men and women, singing along to it. Because it's such a sweet melody. Yeah? Oh, well, you know... Booze just tastes so good. That's okay then, isn't it? No, it's not okay. And by the way, it doesn't. It tastes like filth. But whatever it is, look, just because sin might give you a feel-good thing, because I know people that have got saved or, you know, trying to live for God, and then they're like, I just love the music. I need, to hit. I need the beats. You know, I just like that, that church music don't do it for me. Yeah, look, you know, sin is pleasurable sometimes. Yeah, people get pleasure from sin. It doesn't make it okay, does it? Singing along about fornication with harlots. <clears throat> Turn to Proverbs chapter 14. So I should have said to keep a finger in Proverbs. Back to Proverbs in chapter 14. And verse 7 says this. Proverbs 14, 7 says, and it's basically similar to forsaking them. It says, go from the presence of a foolish man. Proverbs 14, 7, go from the presence of a foolish man when thou perceivest not in him the lips of knowledge. And that would include having them sing sweet melodies to you through some speakers, wouldn't it? Oh, well, I'm not near them. They just sing to me on every car journey. And when I'm kind of bored at home and I just have it in the background, they just sing to me for hours on end each day. But I'm not in their presence. No, you're in the presence of them, OK? They're singing to you a load of filth that you're then memorising and having in your heart. All, and, and you know what? It's even easier than going from the presence of a foolish man because all you have to do is switch it off. That's all you've got to do. Switch it off. 
Well, don't put it on in the first place. That's all you've got to do. Now, maybe you're sitting here thinking, OK, it's a song of fools, brother in. It's better to hear the rebuke of the wise, yeah? But I'm not going to instinctively just re reach for the rebuke. OK, look, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Look, I've got a problem with it. Some people, have, look, may, maybe, maybe it's not R&B and hip-hop and all that sort of stuff. Maybe it's something else. Maybe you're sitting here going, look, but I do have a problem with this sort of music. And I, look, it's the same sort of stuff. Let's be honest, most of it's singing about fornication, isn't it? It's very rare they're singing about, you know, my loving wife of 20 years. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's happened for a long time, has it? It's all wicked to some degree, OK? There's just levels of wickedness. And for me, this is probably the worst kind of umbrella of music wickedness, OK? Now, what do you do? Well, turn to Ephesians chapter 5. Look, maybe you're here, you've got a weakness for the chanting. Maybe you do have a weakness for the chanting, OK? Chanting can be, like I said, it can be tempting for all sorts. Maybe it's a weakness for the harlot's melodies. Or, or like I said, maybe it's another kind of worldly music. Well, Ephesians 5 and verse 15 says this. Ephesians 5, 15. Paul says this. See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. So that means to be careful, to be cautious. Okay, we should be cautious. We should be sensible about what we do. For example, maybe avoiding places that play that sort of stuff if you're then likely to reach for it, yeah? If you've got a problem with that, maybe be a bit sensible about where you go, yeah? What sort of places you go, where, where you, you think you might be exposed to this. Maybe, maybe it's some old friends. Maybe, look, I can't go and visit that old friend. I, you know, I want to preach the gospel. Maybe it's better to meet somewhere in the middle somewhere. Because when I go to their house, they're going to be playing that stuff. It's going to get in my head, and then I'm going to have more temptation on the way home to go, well, I could just listen to that old track again. I could just listen to that. Okay, look, it's wickedness, right? Think, like, be sensible with it, right? Be sensible about the sort of thing that you listen to, the sort of thing you're around, if it's going to create kind of a more, more of a desire for that. For example, not trying to justify crap or crock or whatever other Christian rap rock so-called contemporary Christian music worship songs, because so often what happens, people listen to that stuff and then they start craving the old stuff again. Because it's just the same, barring that they kind of mention God and stuff a bit, but it's all doctrineless at the least, if not false doctrine. It's all just empty sort of rubbish. Yeah? And look, here, look, we're, look we, we don't just sing any old hymn, you know. We, look, our, our, our music team makes sure that the doctrine's sound, yeah? Okay, you don't want to be singing stuff that's then just, just and it always just was remarkable to, to me when I went to this church. Who, whose pastor claimed, the pastor claimed not to believe repent of your sins. However, his favourite hymn was Victory in Jesus. And he said, I want it played at my funeral. Then I repented of my sins and won the victory. I mean, it's just, what, what on earth? Yeah, and, it, and it's talking about salvation. It's like, what on earth? And, and look, we... Obviously, we ain't going to be... Gonna, in fact, we once had just on a loop, because we had kind of it looped to just some, like, piano music, piano hymns. We had that coming up, and we had someone saying, like, is Sister Vanessa playing Victory of Jesus? Because it was coming through the... Through the uh, they're on their way to church, they could hear it. And I was like, Vanessa, you don't know Victory of Jesus? It's like, no. But uh, point being that it was coming through something, and we obviously deleted that off this playlist, you know, that was like an automatic playlist. 
church because you don't want that stuff in your head do you because those that have listened to it then they start singing along to it don't they and, and, and you know oh well, am i going to suddenly believe in that no you're not but you know what you're just going to be that little bit weaker towards it aren't you that little bit less strong about that it maybe isn't going to prick you so much when you hear it etc when you're hearing it constantly in hymns that music's powerful yeah romans 12 2 you don't have to turn it says and be not conformed to this world but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind it may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of god we shouldn't be conforming to the world with our worship music should we yeah why are we going to conform is god's will that is is the perfect acceptable will of god that we sound as similar as possible to some filth promoting sinful wicked music do you think that's god's will He's like, if only my perfect will is only that church down there in the UK just sounds as similar as possible to the rap artists, as similar as possible to the Satan worshipping rock bands. Just if only they could just sound a bit more like that, you know, if only I could find a way of reaching them about that. No, we shouldn't be conformed to this world, should we? We're not trying to conform to this world. However much you might find it gets in your bones and you just wish that you came to church, you could have a real groove and dance like the old days and listen to the drums. Okay? We're not trying to conform to this world. Yeah? And you shouldn't do either. And you know what? Once you stop conforming to this world and you get that out of there, the, the, the flesh doesn't desire it so much then. And then you're happy listening to good old-fashioned traditional hymns, yeah? Where it's more about the words than it is about the beat. Yeah, but when it's about the beat, you're not really thinking about the words. You can sing along to anything if the beat's right, can't you? How many people are just like singing, they don't even know what they're singing along to? Oh, I'm singing along with some sodomite. Yeah, it's a beat, it's a beat. It's all that stuff that gets in your, gets in your bones, gets in your flesh. You've got, to get, you've got to get that out of your life because you will just get pulled back into that stuff. And, that, and that, like I said, that includes all that contemporary rubbish. It's, and these people most of the time aren't even saved. Uh, these contemporary musicians, and I don't want to make a blanket statement, but so often they're just, at the least, just some weak, lily-livered, liberal, little sellout, trying to be like the world, trying to make a load of money by sounding as worldly as possible, because he's watching the rock stars, he's watching the rap stars, he's watching them get rich, and he's going, I need to get a bit more like that, but if I mention God, at least, like, you know, I've got this niche audience now. You need to keep away from that junk. Verse 16 says, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Look, you... You need to get busy in life, don't you? If people were just a bit busier, yeah, did some more productive things in their lives, then they'd be much, more, much less likely to be even having the temptation of this stuff. If you weren't sitting at hunger, I just don't know what to do with myself, you're much less likely to start browsing for your old favourite tracks of whatever sort of music it was that you used to listen to. And, and, and maybe for some of you, maybe it's the car journeys or the train journeys. I know we have a lot of people that, that, that travel long distances on trains. Maybe it's like, you know, that's the time when, that's when I used to always listen to music. Because a lot of people do, don't they? A lot of people while away hours listening to some rubbish music, just drilling in, drills into their, drills a good, good name for that, isn't it? It drills into your head. Okay, it gets deep in your head, in your memory banks, you can't get rid of it. Maybe that's something that you have a problem with, but, but redeem the time. Yeah, make use of that time. How about listen to some sermons? How about that? How about listen to, a, how about listen to some audio Bible? How about that? There's some, 
there's some great preachers out there. There's a, you can get audio Bible easy. You can get some great preachers straight on, straight up within a second and listen to some of the best preachers in the world and listen to a good quality sermon than to some absolute just rubbish. You could listen to some hymns. How about that? You could listen to some nice hymns with strong doctrine. You could pray, couldn't you? I've got a long journey. What a great time to pray. What a great time to get prayer. You could pray for every, you could pray individually for everyone in this church. And for those needs and, and, and issues that you maybe know they have, that maybe they've shared with you or, 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 or we prayed for before from here on a Wednesday night. There's so much you can do with your time, which is wasted when you just sit there listening to brainwash, really, which is what most of it is, brainwashing you about sin. And again, if it's evenings, do something productive. Look, there's a lot you can do, isn't there? There's a lot you can do that's, oh, well, I need some relax. Yeah, relax. Sure, have some relax time. Just don't spend your relax time listening to someone promoting sin to you. Yeah, you want to relax, do something relaxing. I don't even think that. Is that even relaxing? It's not relaxing. In general, that stuff gets people pent up, doesn't it? And we're relaxing about it. Oh, what about when I exercise? I need some music when I exercise. Why do you need music when you exercise? Why? I mean, like people spent, there have been, been people running long distance races probably as long as people have been alive, yeah? Probably for 6,000 odd years, people have been running long distances and it's only in the last few couple of decades, few decades odd that they've even had the ability to listen to anything. What did they do the rest of the time? They actually had, I mean, God forbid, they actually had their own thoughts. They actually listened to that, because so many people are just escaping their thoughts, aren't they? Just has to be busy, have to, be, have, to have something listening, playing. Like maybe just, just have some time meditating on the word of God. Talking to God or just thinking about stuff. How about that? Think about some stuff. You might find that you're a bit better prepared in life when you actually have some time to think about your life. People are always trying to escape it, aren't they? He said in verse 17, Wherefore be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. And believe me, the will of the Lord is not you chanting along to that stuff. It's not you singing along to, oh, well, it's all right. It's like Frank Sinatra. It's like old school. It's not you singing along to that rubbish. It's all rubbish. It just progressively has got worse. But it's all sinful, isn't it? It's not any of that. That's not what the will of the Lord is for your life. Believe me. Okay? I don't think I need to go to a verse to show you that. Okay? That's not God's will for your life. And verse 18 says, And be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. And, and obviously, of, of, often this bad music goes hand in hand with intoxication to some degree. Okay? Often. And obviously, the worst of it, the kind of hyper speed like dance tracks, you know, is, is, you know, whether on ecstasy, you know, or some other form of LSD or, you know, on. on they're on trips and all this stuff. It's all because you like, who really is going to listen to that stuff without, you know? Well, sitting at home, but suddenly they're high on drugs and it's like fair game. And obviously, look, we look, obviously the Bible tells us time and time again to, to be, to be uh, sober. But it says here to be filled with the spirit. And look, no spirit filled Christian is reaching for the drill artist. Okay, well, 
I'll tell you what, you're not going to continue to be spirit-filled if you reach for the drill artist or any of this, okay? That's not, you're not in the spirit. I'm, I was so in the spirit. But same with the contemporary stuff. They feel, oh yeah, oh man, the Holy Spirit's in the room, you know, <laughs> because, because the drums are going, because the bass is going. Yeah, but, but you know what? They think there's a spirit in the room when they're at the rock concerts with the lighters out. They're all doing the same stuff, aren't they? It's not that, you know what, it's a different spirit. Yeah, it's a, and it's, and it, I'll tell you what it's called, it's a familiar spirit. Okay, and, and none of that stuff, that's not, that's not the Holy Spirit, okay? That's not the Holy Spirit. You ain't going to be going for that worldly, fornicating, promoting, all the rest of it stuff when you're in the spirit. At least you ain't going to stay in the spirit. Verse 19 says, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. So he said, be filled with the spirit, then showed you some of the ways you can do that. And there's a great solution, isn't there, is if that is a problem, if it's like, yeah, but I just love music. There's some musical, but there are people that just really love music, they just love hearing music and everything else. Or get into songs which have some value then. That actually have some value, that where the words actually are showing worship to God. Where the words aren't something that's a little bit, I'm not sure, I don't know. Why don't you just say, look, there's some good, there's some good hymns out there, aren't there? Like, I love the hymns we sing here. Yeah, I love singing. I love every single hymn we sing here and I love many others that we don't sing here. And I tell you what, it's great when you're singing something, you know, you're singing to God, you're enjoying the music, you're, you're, you're making a sweet song to the Lord and, and you know that there's no sinful issue with it at all. That's nice, isn't it? It's nice to have a nice clean conscience and go, yeah, I'm singing to you, Lord, you know, and, and, and I'm enjoying it at the same time, yeah? And look... When you get that wicked song in your head, because look, many times you do, don't you? So many times you're, you, you might have gone somewhere, like I said, you, you go to a shop, you go to a cafe, you go to wherever, it gets in your head and then it's, ah, oh, flush it out, flush it out with a hymn. That's what I do. I, I've, I've, yeah, I've had this, where like, not that long ago, recently, I remember this song got in my head, I've been somewhere in some sort of DIY store where they're kind of playing it loud over the speakers and it's, ah, oh, man, I, I'm like humming along to this now. So what do I do? Straight, as I get in my car, put on, put on a hymn. Gone. Flushed out. And now I'm singing along to God, yeah? Like, that's a good answer, isn't it? Isn't that like a good way of dealing with it? Oh, well, where, where do I go for that? Because I tell you what, you start Googling hymns, you're going to come up with all sorts of, you know, the band <laughs> and the rest of it. Well... If you're not on it, that Faithful Word app's got some great music on it. Our, our, our music team have a channel, Southend Baptist, with some great music on there. And they're hymns that we sing at this church, so you can get to learn them and you're going to know them already. If you want to know the channel and you don't know it, then let me know, I'll tell you it. And look, listen to some good stuff, yeah? Or I, I, some, I used to, and I know like uh, Brother John says he's a bit fluttery, but um, uh, Caleb Brazzi, at least, uh, you know, at least there's no wickedness there. He just plays... Watch out for victory in Jesus. I think he does do that. But he plays generally good sound, doctrinally sound hymns. Yeah, on the piano. It's on the piano. You don't have to listen to some wailer. You can sing it along yourself. They even puts the words on the screen. How nice is that? Look, it, it, it can be done, can't it? Yeah? However, sadly, so many won't and will just reach for the wickedness. Now, <clears throat> what if I'm at work, yeah? What if I'm at work and because and, there are people that work in place of work where they can't avoid that, yeah? And you're like, I, I can't, 
they play the music there, I can't, I can't just go, you've got to ban that music. They ain't going to play the worship music at my place of work. I've tried. You know, there are people, you know, that work in gyms and work in other places. I don't think they're going to go for, you know, Amazing Grace, you know, on repeat or something else. Yeah. So, well, notice how it said here in verse 19, it said, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Now, speaking to yourselves and singing, making melody in your heart. Yeah? Now, don't get me wrong, that could obviously apply to doing that out loud, but it kind of sounds to me like singing in your head, doesn't it? Singing, speaking to yourselves, even oh, that's the speaking part in Psalms and hymns, spiritual song, singing and making melody in your heart. Now, you might need to get like a couple on the way to work or something just to give you a bit of uh, inspiration, but you know, often you will do that, won't you? You just have a little tune in your head, in your heart. You listen to the right stuff it'll be the right music won't it and maybe you can try and maybe that's a good way of trying to defend yourself against the wickedness being played over the speakers at your place of work or wherever it is you need to go look at verse 20 giving thanks always for all things unto god and the father in the name of our lord jesus christ and, and this is still part of being filled with the spirit giving thanks to god is a good part of that isn't it yeah if you're like oh, i'm feeling myself getting drawn out because we want to live in the spirit don't we give thanks to god think of something to thank him for and the more appreciative you are to God, I think the less likely you are to then go, yeah, thanks, but now it's time to reach for the hip-hop artist. Oh, praise God. Thank you for everything you've given me. Thank you for salvation. You know, thank you for this day. It's a glorious day. Right, done. Boo, 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 boo. I think it's less likely, isn't it? Yeah. So giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Not lifting yourself up as the greatest of all time. Yeah? Submitting to yourselves one to another, probably find it a bit more odious then to listen to someone going, I'm the man, I'm the one, I'm the this, I'm the that. Yeah? Maybe. Turn to Proverbs 1. Okay, so we're finishing up now. What do we do about these wicked rappers? Okay, what do we do about them then? Should we just go and hunt them down? Should we just preach these sermons, you know, three times a week? Yeah, somehow, you know, someone's going to destroy them. How do we keep the kids away from them? Maybe that's your question. Maybe it's like, look, I can deal with my own family. What about all these poor kids out there? Because there's a lot of kids out there, yeah? They're victims of these people. Well, we get them saved, don't we? Ah, get them saved. Get them saved. Yeah, and that doesn't necessarily, or it doesn't pull them away. But we try and get their families saved as well, don't we? Try and get these people saved, get their families saved, get them in a church... And then let these so-called artists, uh, what's art artistic about any of it, let them destroy themselves, right? Let them destroy themselves. Proverbs 1 and verse 32 says, <clears throat> Proverbs 1, 32, For the turning away of the simple shall slay them, and the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. The prosperity of fools shall destroy them. They're going to destroy them. So all those idiots with all that money and all that, they just destroy themselves, okay? Who, who is it who's telling me, um, someone was just telling me earlier, and, it, and he's not, he's not uh, uh, obviously a hip-hop artist. He's telling me about Chris Eubank, the boxer, yeah? Who, was, who is a fool, yeah? He's an idiot. The guy, <clears throat> the guy drives this huge big wheel truck, yeah? I've never seen pictures of this, yeah? No. Like, like ridiculous, like a monster truck. And then he'd like drive it down to like the post office and drive, <laughs> drive it. And he apparently racked up, was it £100,000 of parking? 100 grand of parking tickets, parking up his monster truck to the point where I think he ended up in big money 
problems because he was like I'm the man like similar sort of attitude I'm the man I'm the greatest I'm the best of all time but obviously said in a slightly more weird way and and I'm I don't pay parking ticket I can't you can't even you can't even get in a bay he's in a monster truck yeah <laughs> driving around London or wherever else or whatever city it is and he's just getting fines he's getting all this trying and then he ended up racking up this huge amount of fines yeah and then you, you don't pay him when it's council stuff you're gonna go to prison as well so he ended up getting in money trouble and the prosperity of fools does destroy them, doesn't it? He got so full of himself because they get so pride-filled and eventually they just destroy themselves. And how many people, how many fools end up when they get money quickly, it just goes quickly, doesn't it? Or they just destroy their lives one way or another. And, well, they destroy themselves. In the meantime, we show their victims the right path, don't we? Let them destroy themselves and we go out there and we preach gospel and we try and get people in the church. And is that by trying to be more street? Should we try and be more street while we do that? Oh, we just got to appeal to them. We get a little bit more street, then those kids might be more likely to come to church. And maybe I need to just kind of dress down a bit from behind the pulpit, yeah? <laughs> just need to maybe start just low slinging those trousers a bit more, yeah? Maybe get the old backwards cap. But there, there are guys my age out there preaching like that. Okay, why? Because they think they're somehow appealing to them. But that's not what we do. We shine the light of the gospel, don't we? Shine the light of the gospel. We shine the light of God's word. We try and get them into the things of God. Obviously, we get them saved first. And, and, and it's the gospel that gets people saved. It's not, it's not the backwards cap and all the rest of that sort of stuff. That ain't getting people saved. Okay, it's, it's the gospel that does. So, um, <clears throat> That was hip-hop, the song of fools, okay? And uh, like I said, hopefully, look, if it's not hip-hop and it's some other sort of junk like that, hopefully you can apply some of that to your lives and help yourselves with some of that. Um, on that, we're going to pray. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for, well, thank you for, you know, the many principles, the many, um, just the many, you know, teachings and instructions that you give us through your word, um, you know, such as just keep away from these sorts of fools and this sort of foolishness the song of fools and all of this stuff um, help us Lord to you know seek the things of God more help us all here to ju just you know resist the flesh and listen to you know God honoring music to, to, to seek for those things seek for the things of God to not be conformed to this world but transformed by the renewing of our minds you know and to seek that good and perfect will of yours lord in all that we do um, not just in music but in everything else lord in all aspects of our lives um, help us do that starting this afternoon by going out and preaching to the lost lord preaching the gospel to people um, and once we get those people saved to, to really try our best to encourage them to to be a part of your church to be a part of you know your your house lord and and to learn to start you know changing their lives as well and getting things out of their lives and lord we thank you for um everything you do for us we thank you for this church um uh, we, we we pray that we'll all uh, just just return safely for this evening service in Jesus name for all of this amen <coughs>